Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> This is Under the Bleachers. We are two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, a request from our guest, saved from 2004. But first, Jane had an important story regarding a Macy's interaction. It's specifically not important. Uh, I saw some beautiful teens trying on jeans. I mean, I wasn't like watching them try them on, but I saw them kind of like flitting in and out of the changing room. And the only, I guess it was kind of funny because one of them was like, you look like a mom, which is famously the most well-beloved. Oh, not to you, to the the friend, to the friend, not to you. No, (laughs) no, to her friend. But like mom jeans are a thing. Um, And then also I heard them being like, I'm just going to try and gain weight so I can fit into these, (gasps) which I didn't, I didn't relate to. Um, They looked stunning. They looked gorgeous. And then I ran into people I know in the Macy's fitting room. It was incredible. That's also bonkers. I was going to say. And I don't know anyone. I think Zoomers wear the like, like sort of, I don't know what to call it. Is it mom jeans? Is it, it's just like straight legged, like wide legged jean fit. Yeah. I see Zoomers wearing that all the time. And the look like does not work for me. Mostly because I have short legs. But also it just looks like. I wore a lot of badly fitting jeans when I used to work outside and like wanted to wear something that I could get dirty. And so that's what I associate with. But they, mm. they pull it off, the zoomers. Um I also met some cool teens this week. <laughs> um, but I wanted to talk to you about it because so the for my job, part of the job is um working with high school students and we're basically recruiting for the next year. And at the end of, like, this whole, inter- you know, like, workday stuff that I don't really want to talk about to expose myself, um, I was just chatting while teens were sort of deciding what trains they were going to take to go home, and someone started talking about TV, and I sort of, like, casually was like, yeah, what what shows do you guys watch anyway? <laughs> As if I don't have a teen podcast about content. What did they say? Um, well, first they were shy because there were like six to eight people. And so like it's hard if someone like poses a question to the group. It's like, who talks first? So then um, I made a joke. I was like, I feel like Zoomers are all watching anime. And they were like, yeah, that's true. And then another person was like, Outer Banks. And I was like, huh, interesting. Because Netflix keeps blasting me with ads for it. And then I was like, um, euphoria and one girl was like yeah and I was like oh my gosh and I was so like you already knew I was like um what about that show the society and one girl was like yeah but it's canceled and I was like Aww. oh like as if I don't know anything about <laughs> anyway um I I thought you might appreciate that Jane I, I do. I'm glad some, you have a portal. Some into data collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had. Oh, and the whole reason this came up is because one girl who is like a, a junior, incoming junior in high school right now. So she's pretty young. She was like, I'm watching One Tree Hill. And I was like, that's Ooh. what I watched when I was in high school. That's so interesting that you're going yeah, Netflix back. Netflix changes the game. Yeah. To watch like an early 2000s show. And like, why? why like, what? What algorithm, like, generated her to click on that? Um, 
But that was really interesting. And I, I was like reeling from it being like, I was so young when I watched that. And then I realized I sound like I'm a million years old. Um, speaking of early 2000s content, do you want to introduce our guest, Jane? Yeah. Are you implying that she was she's from the early no, 2000s? No, no. The movie. The movie is. Okay. And she picked it. Okay. okay. Oh, Lauren so Levine. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Levine is an editor for The Hard Times and Los Suelos, California, a grant-funded shared world slash collaborative story anthology. She has a podcast called Industrial Posters of the World and has written for Reductress. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Thank you for being on the show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm uh, I, I'm not a product of the 2000s <laughs> as much as I wish I could be now knowing what I know. But um, I was like a teenager when this movie came out. So Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Kind of um, Lauren, we like to watch everyone who comes on our show. What type of teen were you? Um, Like, I'm not really sure how to answer that. <laughs> because I had kind of an unusual high school experience, which is oh. like probably what I'll get into because of this movie. But like, <gasps> I I went to like I mean I briefly was at a normal high school, and I guess I was like one of the I don't know I sort of hung out with like the goths and the weird like okay okay stoner kids that were skipping class. I I like yeah like that kind of thing. The weird art kids I guess was sort of the bubble alt, I was alt in. kid alt, alt kid. kids exactly. There were a lot of <laughs> lot of land parties. I saw like I was so triggered yes! by the like land party photos that were going around Twitter last week. I don't know if anybody else saw them. Yes yes. But anyway, other old people stuff. Uh yeah, but so I went to like normal high school for a little while, but then I I was like fucking up too much and I got moved to a small charter school that was like. I don't mean to take up tons of time on this. Actually, sorry, we no, haven't even started yet. But like, um, it was kind of closet run by like the local mega church. Um, so it was like the small oh. charter school, but like everyone who went there and the administrators, everyone who ran the school went to the same mega church. And so most of the kids that went there, it was like 10% kids that flunked out of normal school and then like 90% Christian kids, but whose families like did either didn't put them in the Christian school because it wasn't Christian enough or like didn't have the money but really wanted to. So like they kind of, oh. I, I had like this, yeah, I sort of lived this mirror small and my graduating class only had like 80 people in it. So it was like oh also very God. insular and like tiny. So yeah, like I had really good friends who were like the born again Christian kids, even yeah. though I was like the goth weird art kid that like did you um yeah. did you have to wear a uniform at the new school or okay no. so you could still dress alt or no yeah did it was a public it school that's okay, okay. I, I have such a yeah, charter yeah 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 exactly if anybody else ever wants to talk about how fucked up charter schools are <laughs> on so many levels like they shouldn't exist but anyway yeah so it was public school that we were siphoning public school yeah. funds from other kids hell hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Anyway, wow. that was, yeah, so that was the experience. It was, like, the popular kids were the Christian good kids, and then, yeah. like, there so were you could, you could still be alt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you still and, had room to be alt. And I think there was definitely a vibe of, like, the, the Christian kids kind of would gravitate if you, like, I played music yeah. as a high schooler, so, like, I kind of had this, like, they would gravitate to you if they thought you were interesting or they could save mm. you. Very much like <gasps> Hillary oh my God. movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, so... <laughs> So then I guess my follow-up question is, like, yeah. when this movie came out, did people talk about it at school? Or, like, was that part of, like, the consciousness? No. Because it sounds like a lot of Christian um, Christian orgs or, like, Christian blogs or whatever were like, this movie sucks. This is a terrible movie. 
to try to just get people not to watch it like they were just like it's a bad movie quote unquote Uh uh-huh yeah it's really interesting i don't even know how i found it i'm almost positive because i it was like another relic of the 2000s a hollywood video like i think i just could go and was like oh cool what's this and i had a massive crutch on um patrick uh fugit or whatever his last name is i was so in love with him so i was like i'll watch whatever he's in uh and yeah that was enough for me and uh i think that i i was like oh cool it's gonna like it's a satire about christian kids like i'll be able to see some stuff that i can relate to on this maybe and I actually watched it with my best friend at the time who ha- was going through, like, she was born again. She became born again. She was at the normal high school with me. And then she went to the charter school at the same time I did. And then she went, like, born again and became, like, part of the mega church. And I went, like, hard the opposite direction. Um, she got we... into the friend groups of the, with yeah. the pins. Yeah. She did. She became a Christian jewel, basically. But, like, mm-hmm. also, as a side note, fast forward, we became friends again in our 20s. And now we're, like, lifelong like I live near her again now. Like, yeah, it's amazing. What so, a lovely story. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time we like were hard. Like I was like I was like the kid at school that people knew were having sex was having sex. Yeah. Like, so like nice. it was like this hard contrast. And I watched this with her. Like I th- wanna Ooh. say maybe the summer after it came out, because we went like we were hanging out together for the summer and in my like obnoxious little brain was like needs to see this like ah! oh my god i just named her can we like bleep that out sorry <laughs> yeah we can bleep i was it. like i was like she like needs to see this and it'll help and i'm sure she felt like i was like being an asshole i don't know it was so weird yeah we at that age you're like all. this is the perfect tool this is the key like <laughs> i can change her. yeah i can change her and yeah so like it didn't work but <laughs> that is wild i yeah. i was gonna say like i was so curious to know why this movie because i actually Jane, I don't know if you had ever watched this. I had not heard of it. Um, and Lauren, I grew up in the Philippines, which is majority Catholic. And so, like, I wonder if it just didn't make it over because it wasn't big enough box office hit in the U.S. Yeah. Or also possibly they, like, they don't want to show it. Like, mm. <laughs> Jane, what about you? I definitely saw it because I had vague memories of it, but I don't remember the context for it at all. I just remember being like, oh, this is a good movie as a kid, probably because I wanted to seem cool but then i did think it was good but <laughs> you're um, like this is this is like a satire like i'm supposed to know that it's good. exactly yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> but then um, deep down you're also like oh when he shows up with the scooter <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes um oh my gosh i have so much to say about like the guy in this too. So <laughs> the, the boys in this movie are so funny um so yeah, I I looked up a just just a quick wiki about this and it's really based on um the director and writer uh his his uh experiences at a baptist christian high school um and he went so far as to say like multiple times in interviews that almost everything in the movie actually he says everything everything in the movie comes from either something he experienced or witnessed um or like read about that happened in real life to someone else um yeah and including he says like the one Jewish girl that everyone is trying to save. Um, so I I wonder who the real girl is and how she's doing now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I was really interested in what people's what what people's uh, we I was twelve when this movie came out, so I was a little younger. But um, what your experiences were with like 
Uh, for us, it was like if this is a if this is a religious satire, it's bad. Don't watch it, kids. You'll get confused. And was there anything like that, like growing up? Like, um, an example is the the Dan Brown books. Adults told oh. us like adults were like, this is like, um, sneaky and like you'll you'll get mixed messages about religion in it. And I was like, I think it's just like airport novels. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I think they're just fun. <laughs> Lauren. Um. That's fun. Yeah. I, uh, so the, I grew up with like no real, I actually, if anything, I wasn't even, I was about to say like, oh, I was watching you just as an outsider, but that's not true. Like I, I was like mad at Christianity vaguely yeah, a lot from the totally. age, like nine to like teen. I didn't grow up with any kind of religion. I, at all, we were like pretty, a pretty open-minded family or whatever. I, um, my dad's Mexican. He's from Mexico. And I think he's probably a little less open-minded. I know he like actively is like he does not want to talk about the church or anything so yeah yeah that's kind of interesting i'm sure that was part of it but yeah we were basically just like i don't know believe whatever uh except that i went we went through this brief like hippie like wiccan phase that my mom got into in like the 90s like the very late 90s like lilith fair kind of pop feminist like hippie stuff was happening and so have you told her that the kids on tumblr are into it again (laughs) (laughs) um no (laughs) uh, (laughs) but yeah i'm sure she knows uh but like (laughs) Yeah, I got deep into it, but I was like nine or ten. And then we moved to this town when I was like, uh, I think, finishing up elementary school, which was this more conservative town. And it's where this mega church was that I was describing earlier. And so like that was like I'm new in sixth grade, like, hey, guys, want to like do this? I'm going to, you know, go light some candles and thank the four directions and oh stuff. And so there were like rumors, like somebody spread a rumor that I like drink snake <laughs> blood and stuff. And it was like, oh, very, my God. Like, it, they, my friends came down hard on it and I was like oh this isn't a thing that like everybody does I don't I don't know any better so like then I was like oh now I'm really suspicious of like western religions like that's so tough like also probably you were just like a really curious and like fun dramatic <laughs> nine-year-old you were just like this sounds cool let's like light some candles I know I'm like friends you can't I can't wait to show you this fun thing I do after yeah, school yeah. <laughs> but like yeah, so I definitely was, like, antagonistic about Christianity, and I know that, yeah, so probably my, like, desire to watch this movie wasn't just, like, oh, a little, like, satirized stuff. I was like, yeah, I want to know, like, yeah, what yeah. are people saying about this? And I think it's it was really interesting to hear about all this stuff, like, in the distribution and how many people were like, I think this movie never really, I don't think this movie has an audience, really, and probably couldn't right. ever stand a chance. I don't think that, like, the people who need to see it we're never going to see it because so many of these Christian bloggers and stuff were just like, no, this movie is not okay. Like, it's so, so yeah. interesting. Yeah. Jan. I think it's a little different for Jews because we're always like making fun of ourselves. Like mm-hmm. the one Jewish movie that I'm thinking of that I, it's called, um, when do we eat? And it's, um, it's about Passover and the whole premise is the main guy like makes Christmas ornaments and he's just really grumpy <laughs> and mad. And then he thinks he takes acid and he's just having this trip the entire Passover dinner. And there's incest and there's a character who pretends to be, okay, this is a spoiler. If you're ever going to see this movie, he pretends to have autism his entire oh, life until he's like found out at age 12 or something wild. It's, it's a really ridiculous movie. Um, so I don't think I, like, have an equivalent. 
<laughs> you just made me really like curious about this mysterious movie that yeah. kind of also sounds like a children's book. Like, and I mean, I saw it with my family. Like, we all went to the theaters to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, actually, I didn't look up the rating of this movie. Like, could people go to see this movie as a family? Because they, they don't even show, like, they, they don't show a lot of stuff. I guess they swear, so maybe it's at least PG-13. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, she, yeah, she stands in front of a cross and says, fuck. Like. Yeah, yeah, she says fuck, yeah. I was like, is there an F-bomb? And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah like, the best one. Um, what was everyone's relationship to Mandy Moore? <gasps> Oh. Lauren, do you have a strong um, relationship? I, I didn't really have one at all. I'm sorry. I'd love to give the floor because that, okay. that gasp was like really. Yeah. I want to know okay. more. I definitely liked her. I really liked her music. I got a crush, on... and I think she's really good. Um, she was dating Andy Roddick when I was playing tennis, and I thought it was cool because <laughs> she was like, "I always had a crush on him, and now we're dating." Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm just a general fan. Long yeah, time I think like I, it, her she was like incepted into the pop culture at a time when I was gonna become a fan of her. She also like, she's a very like trademark early two thousand slash late nineties makeup look, which is like <sighs> she's pretty tan and then like has that lip gloss that's like kind of a nude yes. lip gloss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. I was really just like looking at her the whole movie because I, it just made me nostalgic. But I really loved the song Candy. And then mm-hmm. she killed it in Princess Diaries as oh, also yeah. the villain. She was so, yep. so good. Um, and so I was really excited to see her. I, I wasn't as like familiar with Jenna Malone because like I, mm-hmm. I know her. I know her from <laughs> this is like embarrassing, but like I recognize her because of Hunger Games. Like she's like one of the main like. Not not principal characters, but one of the other like sort of competitors in Hunger Games, and I remember googling her. Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> I actually had a really strong relationship with Jenna Malone. Okay, uh, it okay. was a bitter one because uh, I felt like all of my teen crushes, like I was going like every indie movie I would watch that she was in, it was like with a different one of like. Like she, and it was always Jenna Malone. It was like Jenna Malone gets paired with Jake Gyllenhaal and Donnie Darko. Yeah, I was going to say, was it because of Donnie Darko? Ryan, oh, yeah. Mainly that one, but there's also Ryan Gosling and United States of Leland, which is not actually a movie I like think anybody should watch anymore, <laughs> but like is very dark. But yeah, it's the, I loved Ryan Gosling too. There's other ones too. I was just like, she's hitting all of them, man. Like, and Patrick Fugit and Saved. And I was like, all I your, yeah, see this. all your yeah. crushes. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she, um, she's awesome. Like, I thought she was great. And, she kind of has had an unlucky career. Like, it just seems like yeah. she's, like, a good actor, and she's always working, but she always, like, the movies that she's in kind of always, like, except for Hunger Games, I guess, she just, like, like kind of nearly miss the book, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, she gets shoved off. She was in that uh, Pride and Prejudice with um, yep. Keira Knightley. The other one, yeah. As, like, yeah, again, I don't think she she's not meant to be that character. She's meant to be in the fucking spotlight, and people don't know what to do with her, I feel like. Yeah, people don't, yeah, people don't yeah. use her well. Um, she, she was in this really terrible movie called Sucker Punch that was basically all, like, CGI. Oh, yeah! I like, never hot saw girl it, but... action movie. Yeah, yeah. And it said in the wiki that after that movie was such a flop, she, like, reconsidered her career and, wow. like, was wondering if she should, like, do photography, which I also thought was awful. <laughs> I was like, no, oh, no. you're a good actor. <laughs> um, but but I appreciated seeing her because I haven't, I haven't thought about her in a while. And she had, like, um, an interesting childhood. She was born in Nevada and, like, was raised um, by a single mom um, 
after who got pregnant after a one night stand with her dad and whoa i didn't know yeah she was like she you know she wasn't like child of actors and like that like so many la people are now like apparently like her mom she and her mom just like moved around a lot sometimes we're like yeah so she was she was like she had a really like tough childhood and it's like awesome that she's successful now and um apparently like lives in the lake tahoe area i think um <laughs> let's yeah. go oh. should well we, i hope we... she is evacuated then but yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry right it's now. all on fire yeah. i'm from northern california yeah, right now I'm being topical <laughs> <laughs> no that's true that's true i didn't even think about it i was like oh so peaceful not right now <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to share a factoid about the actor who played the gay boyfriend <gasps> oh Ooh. go ahead he wrote and directed a movie starring Bella Thorne. <laughs> what? It came out a few years ago. I think it's called Girl. It's like a thriller something or other. Oh and my he God. stars in it and it didn't do that well, I don't think. Wait, he and wrote Bella... and directed and starred in it? Yeah, yeah. I, well, oh, I think. Man. Um, He's trying to and... be Lin-Manuel Miranda. And Bella Thorne is going to be in the movie we're talking about next week. So Hell I just, yeah. it feels like a good Topical. Uh, connection. Cool mm-hmm. transition, yeah. Should we get should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Mary is about to start her senior year at a Christian high school. She and her two best friends, Hillary Fay and Veronica, are very religious. When her boyfriend Dean tells her that he's gay, Mary tries to help by having sex with him. Regardless, Dean is sent to a treatment center after his parents find porn in his bedroom. At school, new kid Patrick, Pastor Skip's son, catches Mary's eye, and Jewish rebel Cassandra continues her ongoing feud with Hillary. During an assembly, Cassandra pretends to speak in tongues, further infuriating Hillary, but impressing Roland, Hillary's paraplegic brother. Mary realizes she is pregnant, but decides to hide it from everyone, including her mother, Lillian. Yeah, I I wanted to jump in and just say that one of my favorite things about the moment she decides, like when she learns that he's gay and the thing that makes her decide like she should have sex with him to save him is that she hits her head so hard and is drowning <laughs> underwater and that like the uh not white pool guy jumps in yes! to save her and she sees him and thinks that like Jesus is telling her to do this and i was really obsessed with like this little there's like this little montage of like her believing in god growing up and there's like a thing of her like when she's young she's like i want to be with angels too and she tries to walk into traffic like, yes yes uh, so i feel like i love that they set you up with like I'm not saying this now. Now I feel bad saying this because like we love Jenna Malone, but like I was taking notes watching like she's just not like she's fucking dumb, dude. Like, yeah. Oh my god, she she's and not dumb in like a way that I think is worth insulting, but that like she is like very innocent and bright eyed and letting anything happen to her. That the, she's like bouncing around like a ping pong ball, man. And I was just yeah, so fascinated she's almost, by that. The, some of it in the start, that the way they talk is almost like childlike. But I do, th- mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, they're they're just like you know they're trying to exaggerate it to make it funny. But I do yeah, think yeah. like it like sets you up really quickly to be like, oh, this movie is like pretty funny because the minute mm-hmm. she, when she bonked her head on the yeah. middle thing, I did I did actually like laugh out loud. I like wasn't expecting to be caught off guard by that. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah I shocking. thought a lot of it was really funny from the start. I did have a question. Did you guys notice that on the movie poster, Mandy Moore is in the middle? Yes. Do you think oh, that's because I didn't she was notice that. famous? Yeah, she's easily the biggest name in this. Uh, well, because we uh, Ava Amori is like Susan Sarandon's daughter, but she's not using the clout, you know? Like, she wasn't yeah. a big name. We had Macaulay Culkin. This was his kind of comeback, too, which is interesting. But yeah, I swear this was like... Mandy Moore must have been how they thought they were going to make money. Right. right. And they give her a ton of screen time. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, uh-huh. but Jenna, but Jenna Malone is like so good in this, and I feel like she should have been like a star because I don't know. Anyway, yeah. they they don't know what to do with her. I also thought thought it was funny when she like opens up like Ask Jeeves or something, and she just <laughs> types in gay, <laughs> not even like a question. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that Tia is also an actress from Princess Diaries? Yes. The- and she stars in a movie called Welcome to the Dollhouse, which was filmed at my middle school and high school. What? Oh, and we're going to talk seen... about it on the pod. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you to see it. I love Heather Wait, Matarazzo. it's filmed at your middle school? That's and high so school. funny. Yeah. Wow. It's re- Wait, so you've seen Welcome to the Dollhouse? Mm-hmm. I, I, Heather Matarazzo. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's the other thing that this movie, if you were like the right age when it came out, you were just like every like... They hit every like weird indie like young actor and like mm. got them all together and it's yeah. But to make what feels like a conventional teen movie, it, this movie is very baffling to me. Still. Yeah, there is definitely a juxtaposition <laughs> yeah. of what it's doing. Um, yeah, so we're gonna watch Welcome to the Dollhouse at one point. Yes. Um, and then another thing I noticed Issa already said was like all of the low rise jeans, the light blue eyeshadow, mm. the light pink lip gloss, just yes, very the lip of the gloss times, especially the flippy hair. Um, yeah. I I was gonna ask, did you know anybody who had Mandy Moore's haircut in this? Because it sucks. Like I hate that haircut. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh. You know, there's this interesting thing where, like, I'm sure you notice this because you talk about teen movies like all the time. That like, if it's coming out, for, if you're a teenager when the movie comes out, like the best they're gonna do is they're maybe pulling style from people who are still five years older than you. You know, that's what I mean? true. Like, that's true. It's always still a little. So I felt like I was watching it, and I'm like, this is what I thought teenagers would look like when I was like ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so I I think I did know like maybe a couple people who like at 12 got this haircut and it like <laughs> it's not it's not good. It's a, it's a little yeah. bit of like a shag kind of. But I think she hers looks good cuz she has all like the color in it too. Yeah. Um yeah, great great like opening. I like the Mandy Moore cover of God Only Knows When I'd Be Without You. Uh, I love her gay boyfriend giving her like a little pat on the shoulder after they have a sex. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, what are what are our thoughts about Patrick's entrance or Patrick Patrick in general? Patrick in general. Well, he's so he's just a fucking cute man, and he's so dis- disarming, <laughs> and it's annoying, but like it works. He's got the like long skater boy hair. I mean, uh, the big eyes, like yeah. And he shows up, and my thought was like, so even at my high school, I was like, yeah, there's. Uh, you take like a group of like super Christian boys, and like at least two of them are are still kind of hot. Like the two that are like closest <laughs> to being normal are like the hot ones. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I had this reverse. Like there was this guy that I used to play music with in high school that I'd play shows with him, even though and he would like basically be playing worship music, and I'd be like, whatever, it's like acoustic music and it's fine. But it's totally just that I was like, I felt like a reverse Hillary Faye, and he was he totally looked like this Patrick guy. He had great hair and big <laughs> eyes. And was, like, I was like, ooh, like if he hangs out with me, maybe he'll become corrupt. Like. <laughs> oh. um, yeah i thought patrick was really dreamy he's so dreamy but he's too dreamy <laughs> I th- yeah. yeah and i i think they don't really play up his aesthetic anymore in movies now like i was just thinking jane who's the skateboarder in um moxie nico something yeah <laughs> some, some he's dude. like not not at all the same aesthetic and like patrick is what the skateboarder boy is supposed to look like the other like guy this is too is built like, and yeah, too he's beautiful. Like, yeah, he looks like he just like spends all his time in the gym. Yeah, but he's so, like, like what a I really boy, appreciated it. 
he's like what a skater boy is supposed to look like to nice Christian girls. Like he's like just enough of right. a bad boy, but he's still very safe. Like his little like oh, parody true. shirt that's like the ACDC, but it says Jesus on it. Like <laughs> yes, exactly. He's not too. He's not too scary. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like yeah. He's the perfect amount of rebel. Like <laughs> for all the girls at the school, it's great. Does he say hitting the board with the Lord, or does someone say that? Someone else say that? Oh, <laughs> somebody said that, and I was that. like, I I literally like made a sound out loud. <laughs> um, Macaulay in this is like also unexpectedly like fun to watch, like. I haven't mm-hmm. watched a ton of, like, movies with him as an adult, and I'm not used to, like, him looking at someone with, like, sexual desire in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is weird. Uh-huh. He's sort of odd looking. He has, like, big lips, right? Like, just, big yeah, red lips large, and white hair. <laughs> large features. That's what his brother looks like, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they all, like, sort of look interesting. <laughs> but I, I'm more attracted to his brother. But I guess that's succession, just working its magic on me um my favorite part or probably the part that made me laugh most is when she <laughs> is about to test uh do a pregnancy test and she's like let it be cancer let it be cancer yeah. let it be cancer <laughs> yeah, she's oh like she, she thinks the symptoms for cancer and pregnancy can be the same and i was like oh it's for yeah it's so a pretty funny. good joke because yeah. like cause she's watching that weird like christian movie and then they bring the joke back because she's biking really fast. Mm-hmm. I liked, um, I liked all the. I thought w- a clever way they like got to know all the minor characters. They do a lot in this movie in like ninety minutes, also, yeah. which is wild. It oh my god, lo- I feel it so felt much long. longer. There's like so much yeah. stuff happens, but they they give us a little snapshot of like the prayers in everyone's head mm-hmm. in the start, yes. and you just like immediately like understand who everyone is, which is nice. Um, yeah. Is this, did we get, I don't know if this is before or after the part where, like, they are at the gun range, <laughs> but. Oh, I can't oh, remember. I that's... think this is, yeah, I think this is the gun range, because that's what prompts her to have sex with. Oh, her, yeah, with that's Dean. before yeah, she yeah. has sex with Dean. Okay, yeah. 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 Oh, my God, I'm no, just I love really that. obsessed with the gun range scene, because, um, I felt like it weirdly foretold, like, a certain kind of, like, person that is becoming very big right now that is, like, mm. you know, a lot of these, like, kind of anti-vax, anti-mask women that are, like, really into hippie stuff, but also really yes. into guns and, like, very Gun fundamental. Girl. Yeah, they, like, marry preppers and, like, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, And they, like, but they do crafts. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I was watching this movie thinking, like, oh, these girls grew up to be that, like, they grow up know, to be that woman, and she's at the gun range having almost like a fantasy about if someone tried to take away her virginity, and she's like, "That's uh, why I have to oh, use these yeah. guns." She's like, That's "Sad." It's really intense, and like I also loved that. Um, I think it might even be the scene where she has sex, where Mary has sex with Dean. She's wearing this shirt that says like "Emmanuel Gun Range," an eye for an eye. Like, there's a lot of little <laughs> in jokes. No, in I didn't this. see yeah. that. <laughs> it's so intense. I was it's like, so "Oh good. man." Yeah, yeah the, co- the comedy is good in this, and I I think like the beginning of the movie like might be like one of the strongest. For yeah, me. right. Like, that's just so. It, good. It's totally true. Yeah, I think while they're having, they sort of have more room to just like be having fun, mm-hmm, and yeah. the conflicts are growing slash at their strongest at the beginning, um, and then they sort of I think they struggle a little later. Um, but yeah, did you I guys agree. notice that her mom is played by? The woman who's the lead of Weeds. Yeah, Mary Louise Parker. Yes, yeah. yeah. It took her. me a little while with her short hair. Yeah, her hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I mean, such she a died. hot mom. Dude, totally. I was going to ask, did anyone you know or did any of you have a, like, truly hot mom? Okay, <laughs> like- Issa. Okay, Issa. 
What? No. You have I'm, a hot, you have hot okay, parents currently. I'm, well, I'm I'm bringing this up because I think my mom is beautiful, but there was also like a mom in our high school class who was like the like sexy mom. Mm. Like because she also just like wore tank tops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just wore more form-fitting clothing than anyone else, which is like yeah. something that Jenna Malone starts to get annoyed at with her mom. I know. She's like, you're when too she- hot. Yeah, when she's like, don't wear that. And she's like, you're right, it's too hot. And the mom takes off the sweater. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, my mom was kind of that, The hot I think. mom. Like, yeah, I had, especially in junior high, I remember one of my guy friends telling me he dreamed that my mom, like, tickled him. And I was like, I don't ever <laughs> want to hear that again. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tickled him where? Tickling. She was, I had a dream your mom was tickling me, dude. I don't know. <laughs> Ew. Um, I... I don't remember any hot moms. I um, I just remember moms that tried a lot harder than my parents because mm. my parents are very not into keeping with the times in terms of their <laughs> appearance, which I fully respect. Um, but like even a, a mom who dyed her hair blonde and wore makeup, I would be like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And this mom dyes had... her hair blonde in the movie too. Yes, yeah. that's true. We just had like someone's mom just like looked really young. Also, she just she just yes. like you know had great skin and like she would just like wear she would just like wear form fitting jeans and stuff. And we were all like, wow, yeah. like that's not what mom's <laughs> which is stupid. But like it's funny too because it's my friend her um my friend's name her daughter is BC. Um, so she, we would sing Stacy's mom, but say BC's mom <laughs> and she didn't like that, but we did. So should we move on? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cassandra and Roland hang out and even kiss before seeing Mary leaving Planned Parenthood. She goes to Hillary's prayer circle for Dean and says prayers won't do anything. Hillary kicks her out of their musical group and replaces her with an unpopular girl, Tia. As Mary searches for a new religion, Pastor Skip tells Hillary to guide her back to Jesus. Hillary then attempts an exorcism on Mary, who escapes and gets a ride on Patrick's moped. He asks her out, but because of her pregnancy, she says no. Around Christmas, Cassandra confronts Mary about being pregnant and gives her a hug. There is a shopping montage where Cassandra and Roland help Mary find clothes to hide her belly using Hillary's credit card. They become besties. <laughs> I can't believe this movie is 90 minutes. Sorry. I just like, <laughs> I know. I like remember that the shopping montage is like a sizable montage and it's like still yeah, yeah. wild. And because more happens in the mall, like there's she goes oh, yeah. she sneaks off yeah. with Patrick. They distract yeah. Mary's or they distract Hillary Faye so that Mary and Patrick can sneak off together. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is again so there's so much of this movie that makes me baffled is that it's like there's this one plot that's like the Christian satire teen plot, and then there's also like here's Patrick being literally the perfect teen romance, like romantic interest. Like he brings her into this, oh, it's just a storage room. Let's see what's in here. Oh, it's a big heart shaped chair, and all the holiday lights and decorations are on, and everything is perfect. Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I it, it is much. like a little bit of like tone changes like rapidly, and I think. Part of that, too, is, like, there's some people, like, Mandy Moore's character is just always, like, acting in satire the entire time. Yeah. But then compared to, like, the adults, like, um, her mom, Jenna Malone's mom, or even, like, Skip. Pastor Skip, yeah. Skip. Um, They, like, are more, like, nuanced or just, like, act, like, more normal. So you're kind of, like, pulled back and forth. And I was actually thinking, but I I don't know what what I would have done either. Like, I don't. I'm not saying it's not working, but it's, it's yeah. definitely there. It's because, cause, yeah, it's 
and I think that part, we keep talking about how we can't believe it's that long or it's that short because it feels so long. I really do feel yeah. like the funny stuff is what feels like all this, all the plots getting packed in and everything's happening. And then when we get into like, I feel like when we get into like parent relationships, it kind of drags. And then yeah, it's, yeah. But because no one cares about parents, <laughs> that's, a, that's sort of a standard rule that we can probably. It's like a, a theorem of this podcast oh. is that we do not care about the parents. <laughs> Isa, except gossip a, girl except gossip girl what was no your question Isa, oh i guess we sort of do we don't care about the teachers that's the exception mm. at gossip girl we don't care about the teachers okay Isa, <laughs> my question for you is were you aware that diet coke sponsored this movie no <laughs> i'm asking because they Isa's do. father has has my, um, my dad well he just he just retired but my dad Congrats. my dad um my dad worked for coca-cola for a really long time oh wow um yeah so i i definitely <laughs> thought you know what's like messed up is like so many like Christmas um like setups in like malls and stuff are like sponsored by Coca Cola. So mm-hmm. I like half expected that like all the stuff in that back room in the mall yeah. was like a Coca Cola <laughs> exhibit. <laughs> I was like, that's just that's just what goes with it. Like that's so funny. Um, I I yeah. didn't actually confirm that. Diet Coke was a sponsor. It's just there's Everyone multiple is drinking, shots of people yeah. drinking it. Yes, and and Diet Coke was like the drink in the oh, early 2000s yeah. oh. because everyone was like panicking about sugar and mm-hmm. like not really investigating what is there instead. Yeah. So like <laughs> everyone was drinking like Diet Coke and before Coke Zero came along. Wow. Yeah, Iconic. what is okay? Can we talk about this because <laughs> this is important. Now there is Coca Cola Zero Sugar. What is the difference between that and Coke Zero? And what is the difference between Coke Zero and Diet Coke? It's the same. Zero and Zero Sugar are the same. They just rebranded, kind of. Okay. And then the difference is that Diet Coke has a little bit of sugar, but not as much as regular Coke. Oh, my God. Thank you oh, so much really? for explaining that. Yeah. I was also some curious. People, some people just like the taste of... they like To me, they like taste pretty different, too. So some mm-hmm. people just they do. like the sweetener in Coke Zero. I, like, I think I like the sweetener in Diet Coke a little more. I do, too. Whatever they substitute. I think it's what you get used to i was actually gonna yeah, ask yeah. you all and i'll ask like what is your relationship with soda as a to teen? soda that's a great question lauren you as a teen i uh i was like definitely i know i went through this weird phase where i really only drink i was like if i'm drinking soda because it's bad for me it's got to just be something i think is pretty so i would only drink like pink fucking soda Ooh. like i was really weird and pre- no it wasn't like <laughs> it was I, I've we, we had kind of I think I mentioned the hippie parent thing so like there was a little bit of that in the food and the stuff we were allowed to eat growing up also like mm-hmm. so I didn't have we didn't really like have soda in the house growing up so I didn't mm-hmm. I just didn't like have I'm now super addicted to diet coke like mm. now I have the relationship with soda that I probably craved as a teenager but you know I like that you're you were a goth <laughs> wearing all black drinking pink soda that's very I cool. love that too I would have been like obsessed with you as a <laughs> Jane, you also sort of like had a no soda household, right? Yeah, we had a very he- healthy household, and I definitely or healthy is like a questionable term, but no sugar, n- no fat, no anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like just really being like, I'm a water girl, uh, which is true to this day. But then eventually, Great somehow, move. as young women tend to do, I became addicted to Diet Coke. And that's the only Coke that I like. I mean, you just, I think you're, you just get used to a certain taste. Yep. And yeah. so it's stuck on me. The, but luckily, I, I guess luckily is it, it gives me a headache. So. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I can't really, like, I still will drink it yeah. occasionally, but it, I can't like keep it in the house. I, yeah. um, I was more of a juice and iced tea teen, I would say, <laughs> than a soda teen. 
Um, but I, I did like Sprite. I was like a Sprite girl. And I think like, also because I didn't grow up in the States, all our sodas had like actual sugar and not fructose corn syrup Mm. and they do taste different. So I actually think I drink less soda now because I, it's not the same as like what I got used to growing up. Um, but now there's so much different juice here that I can drink. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite juice, Isa? Name a juice that's your favorite. Um, lately we've been drinking this like Tropicana orange mango blend that both of us will just like guzzle. It's like not (laughs) real. Like it's, it's, you know, like artificially sweetened juice, but I like, like it. It's so bad. It's so bad. But, um, but I love it. Uh, just like I love the soda drinking teens in this. Mm -hmm. I I like, um, I, I was going to say like. All the mall scenes and like food court scenes did make Ugh. me feel pretty mm. comforted. And oh, something yeah. about like everyone's doing like errand shopping. Um, yeah, because that was like a big that oh, was like yeah. a big thing, like Christmas shopping or just like any time of year where like people you you're like expecting to see someone else also carrying bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it, especially now. I actually messaged you about this, Isa, but this is where I revealed that I've been into the mall <laughs> twice this week. And it just feels so good. Like, we're we're really discouraged because of COVID to kind Mm -hmm. of be doing... um, Like, wandering. Wandering unnecessarily. But I did that twice this week, and it felt incredible. And, like, Macy's smells so nostalgic. And there's, like, a dining pavilion, and there's some place where you can get dip and dots. And it just feels so good. Are you going to become a COVID denier so that you can go to the mall? (laughs) Walt already calls me an anti-masker, but that's not true. Um, I fully wear my mask. I was going to ask if people were intense about or intense around the holidays, like at your town, like growing up. Um, oh, yeah. Just because like Christmas shopping was obviously a large activity in a Catholic country. But like also my my parents were like pretty. In- my parents are like. Like, part of their love language is gift giving, and so they were just, like, really, really, like, we have to make sure we, like, get everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And I've inherited some of that, but, like, not as intense. Uh, like, the town I was in generally, like, we were near an Air Force base, which I think is why there was a megachurch thriving there. It was just generally a more p- conservative kind of a town. Uh, and I know they did this. I think most towns have this, like... Jets. They No, no yeah, maybe. Damn, yeah, there were jets also. But they did, there was, like, a an area like a certain neighborhood where they would all like deck out their houses like crazy with lights and they would call yeah. it like it's candy cane lane and like people go to look they go to walk down candy yeah. cane lane around the holidays and it was like i actually did that with my friends a few times just because it was like there's three a things thing for do. us to do yeah. uh yeah and and i i just i don't know i never got it i i would like if i had enough friends who wanted to go i would go with them and be like it's nice that i'm hanging out which is kind of what i think you're getting at like these scenes are so comforting because it's just like it's people have something to do there's like a reason to be doing it you're looking for gifts for somebody like it's nice to just like not have to ask any questions for for a little bit oh yeah (laughs) yeah and and stuff is decorated like Mm -hmm. we also had like some person that would always like put lights up like on the trees on their street and now that i'm looking back i'm like this is just like one family doing that for their street like why (laughs) (laughs) that's so much money and work jane what about you uh, no surprise here. My parents didn't do shit, basically, for the holidays. Um, Hanukkah's not an important holiday for Jews, but but it is in, in America, obviously. Like it, yeah, it's it was become, your town. Yeah. It's become the equivalent. But even still, like that kind of faded away by the time I got into high school. And even when I was a kid, my parents would just toss me this catalog of nerd kid gifts and be like, circle the ones you want. Um <laughs> 
But wait, wait, me, can you talk about some nerd kid gifts that yes. you got? Are you talking about okay. like the kits? The like kits? Okay, the absolute best one. We had this for a long time was this set of kind of electrical wires, but they were um, safely <laughs> in little plastic things. So you could set up like an electrical thing and like make a fan go and turn a light oh, on and yeah. um, make a noise. And it was so cool. Um, but then obviously for me, like looking at Christmas, everything seemed big and the mall that was, that was near me, there would be tons of people there on Christmas and there'd be the tree set up and I had neighbors that let me do their tree with them and they took me to see Santa Claus. And so it just seemed huge and big and I loved it. I loved it so much. Yeah. Christmas yeah. Marks. And then, and then it just skips to Valentine's. Cause like, yep, I love yeah. that. I kind of like it. Yeah. Walter yeah. was like, Walter was like, uh, this movie has so many holidays. And I was like, well, yeah, because it's... And, and he was like, it's how you track time. Yeah, it just, doing it makes year. it easier. Yeah. yeah. Shall let's we move, move on? Let's move in, yeah. Okay, move in. <laughs> <laughs> on Valentine's Day, Mary wimps out from giving a card to Patrick when she sees Hillary giving him one. Pastor Skip and Lillian kiss, even though he's married. Later, Patrick asks Mary to prom, and she says yes, but only as friends. Hillary keeps harassing Mary, Cassandra, and Roland, so they get revenge by uploading a picture of her as an overweight kid to all of the school computers. The next day, the school is vandalized. Pastor Skip finds spray paint in Mary and Cassandra's lockers planted by Hillary. He also finds a sonogram in Mary's locker, revealing that she's pregnant. Cassandra is expelled, and Mary and Roland are banned from prom. Pastor Skip tells Lillian to send Mary to the treatment center, or he will end their relationship. A lot happens again. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, for me, this might be this kind of weird pressure point where the, the two different, like, worlds in this movie are colliding not well. Um, yeah. I'm sure you're, you're going to agree with me, because it's, it's the moment that they go, oh, Hillary Faye didn't used to be perfect. Uh-huh. Um, and it's when Ro- I think the line Roland says like her outside used to match her insides and I'm like oh okay well now you know your whole thesis <laughs> is like disproving itself because you're we're going back to the basic rule of like you know morality rules in you know western culture Christianity etc that say like good looking equals good ugly equals bad different equals yeah. bad like it's like it accidentally kind of undercuts its own point again this is a teen movie i don't know why i need it to be doing anything more than this but like i know but it made it made me sad because i was i was enjoying it and then i was like fuck like why did you guys have to do that i was like it could have been any secret yeah yes something she's a shitty person she's a bad person yes (laughs) she does bad things i was saying that her whole like i love that she surrounds herself with her friends like like roland is her prop like her friend from vietnam is her fucking prop like just she talks about all this stuff she calls them savages like yeah, it's like well, and she talks about <laughs> she talks about like people in other countries like yeah. multiple times. Heathens, it's like a fantasy how many heathens did you save? Yeah, like <sighs> so. There's so many other. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's really disappointing, and I forgot to mention also the shopping montage is an example of how this movie is sort of doing something. We know it's doing something different, mm-hmm. but then you have the shopping montage of, mm-hmm. is just like the most conventional yes. thing you would find in a teen movie. Yeah. And I feel like the picture of her as like an overweight kid with braces mm-hmm. is just another yeah. like, oh, okay, so you aren't you aren't as different as maybe you wanted to be or mm-hmm. or as you um, contend to be. And like, yeah. I think some I think what also made me surprised by it or not surprised, but just like sad was that like, I actually think they treat like Roland pretty well as like mm-hmm. a differently abled person in the movie. Like, I think the humor between 
him and Cassandra is like very real and mm-hmm. like probably like cool and like cathartic if you were also someone in Roland's position in high sure. school and like the way they like yeah they just have him be pretty chill about Christianity but he's also not necessarily like as angry as Cassandra yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so then I was like because because they like didn't do anything to make me say yikes about him I was like surprised to then get like the fatphobic stuff like in the yeah, in yeah. the flashback and from Cassandra um, too because she calls Hillary Faye fat like to her face she's like, yeah, you have a fat ass. yeah your ass is fat your face is fat she's like really she oh does the same also shit. speaking of which I wanted to bring up there's a scene where Roland looks at Cassandra's ass and he's like uh-huh. nice and you can't see anything I know yeah. like the pleats because it's like this pleated the pleats. <laughs> I'm so glad you agree it's like the most like shapeless skirt ever there, and I was there like could what's be nothing he looking under there. at I will say that that actress is so gorgeous yes. and yes. I looked her up now and I so first of all you said she is Susan Sarandon's daughter mm-hmm. so she doesn't really have to do anything with her life I think she's sort of more of just like a <laughs> person now yeah. like a person who exists power to her she is yeah. so gorgeous it's yeah dude crazy and i am proud that um we have like a beautiful jew because they could have <laughs> they could have taken that a bad way as well yeah they were like we'll make her like the super crazy hot girl the hottest girl in the entire movie by my cat, miles my like, cat is losing it she's getting excited she yay is. she's like a hot jew she's i'm like, here yeah. for it she's like yes um another uh, thing that stood out to me at this point is how pregnant she looks mm-hmm. and they oh, try yeah. to explain this away by being like no like being pregnant at this school is so crazy that no one would even think about it which i disagree with yeah i mean you you both (laughs) probably have more of a experience with this but just because pregnancy is forebode i almost feel like that makes it something you would talk about more and focus on more and people don't i assume like many people in their community don't have abortions so like yeah 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 like i would think that they have had teen Uh pregnancies happen in that school and she's so tiny and her belly is just like woo. yeah she and and yeah it's like so obvious even the scene where patrick's asking her to prom and she's wearing the like fleece vest and the polo it's just like oh yeah yeah, uh, I do. I do think it's interesting too. By the way, that like, I mean, when she goes to Planned Parenthood in the beginning of the movie, like, we can assume abortion is never discussed or brought up as yeah. an option. Topical. Like, topical. I think we also know she. <laughs> we, I think we also know she learns too late anyway. Or, well, I don't know yeah. what state she's supposed to be living in. So we, let's not get into that. Yeah, topical, right? I like, think they sort of like dodged it by being like, "Well, it's too late." That's yeah. how they like decided to. Yeah, yeah, but but we yeah. So I guess I'll I'll leave that one alone then. But like. Yeah, they should have known. I mean, we had yeah, that we had one or two. I know there were two people in my high school that got like teen pregnant, uh, and one of them, uh, she it was like less controversial because she was a senior and she just like, or she was about to be a senior and she just did independent study for the whole year, so she didn't like go to camp go to campus at all. But there was another girl from like the really good like a nice conservative Christian family who got pregnant when she was like a sophomore yeah uh and i and like i know that they she they had the kids like get married when they were like oh god yeah uh and he was working at like a fucking baskin robbins yeah and it was just like okay you get to be married parents now like Oh, no, insane. and maybe yeah, we can yeah. talk about this in the next blurb because that's yeah. when the baby oh, is sorry, born. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, no, I have like so no, but I but I also was like this movie just like skips the abortion topic, mm-hmm. and like 
in I mean, obviously, I I'm sad that they did, but I'm also like I'm kind of glad they didn't do anything that then made me mad at them for tackling sure, that wrong. Right? How were they gonna do? It? I did think <laughs> yeah, it's funny yeah. that they did show briefly, like in the beginning of the movie, there's with a. Uh, Mary and all of her friends, like they are protesting at an oh, abortion yeah, yeah. clinic, and there's like swastikas on one of the signs. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I do, I do think that's funny because they were immediately like, "No, we know what side they're on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, yeah, you're right. You know what? They, I take it back. They plot hole sealed. Like it is, it is funny. Yeah, yeah it I, is funny. I mean, the general and yeah. Let's you know what? Let's move on. Okay. Yeah. Roland has credit card statements showing that Hillary purchased spray paint. So they decide to go to prom. Patrick surprises Mary with a limo. He says he doesn't care that she's pregnant and they finally kiss. At prom, Roland confronts Hillary in front of the entire school and Tia provides additional receipts mm-hmm. providing oh, proving that Hillary is a hypocrite. She storms out just as Dean, his boyfriend, and other Christian rejects from the treatment center crash the prom. Pastor Skip tries to force them out and Mary stands up for them, saying God wants people to be different. Hillary then drives her van into a huge statue of Jesus, after which she apologizes to Roland. Mary goes into labor and, looking at her baby, says God must exist. Yeah, I guess another, like, this moment doesn't ever feel as big for me as I think they wanted it to be. Like, this moment of confrontation, like, with Pastor Skip and everybody. And, and mm, I think yeah, it's, yeah. I think now hearing you read it again, Jane, I, I'm feeling like, yeah, it's because they don't, I don't think they actually addressed the central problem of the movie, which is that, like, people aren't accepting of these people, right? The argument she's making is, we all are allowed to be different, but nobody has ever said, like, you need to stop judging people. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, there's like yeah. a slight difference. It's like it's like they're having like a third of the conversation, but not going all the way there. They're not addressing any of the actions that have actually happened. Like that, these are all people. That yeah. Were, and I do I do appreciate they have. I think uh, her. I love that they keep calling him her gay boyfriend. Like they have him say he says something about like no, we literally have nowhere else to go. Like we literally got kicked out of school and our houses, and now we're gonna get kicked yeah. out of this place. Like, but again, nobody is saying you need to let us in. Do you you know what I mean? I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, they don't. They don't like. And they don't cut right to being like, why are you, like, first of all, how is Pastor Skip affiliated with the school? I'm like, very. He's the principal. Is he the principal? It's yeah. also like, he's weirdly like the only teacher. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So we true. don't meet anyone else. But yeah, like, you're the principal, but like, I assume a lot of the work put into the prom was done by other people and like mm-hmm. parents anyway. So it's like, why is it your decision anyway? Like, yeah, let yeah, them yeah. in. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I totally agree that the movie kind of ignores actual consequences. Mm -hmm. And what I was going to say earlier is that the attitude about her being pregnant is very strange. Oh, my God. There's there's never an actual discussion about, like, what this will look like for her raising a child for the rest of her life. Mm -hmm. What will this mean for Dean as the father of a Mm -hmm. child for the rest of his life? Like, this is why abortion might have been a great option for her if that was something that she had properly considered Mm -hmm. and so and it's also why the ending does feel a little strange because i'm glad she's happy but you would not feel purely happy to be a 16 year old having a child (laughs) for sure and i mean for everybody involved like it's cute that patrick wants her to go to prom with him does patrick want to now be like with somebody raising a baby for the rest of her life like that kind of shit like uh, exactly. The fantasy is nice, but I guess, yeah, I guess what we're talking about is that the, they don't even give us enough foundation within the logic of this world they've created to, like, think this fantasy yeah. is going to hold up at all. Because, right. like you say, they don't talk about the consequences. I was thinking that it feels like they're stretching so hard 
to like find a way to make it still feel happy. Like every see everything worked out. It was all part of God's plan. And I feel like because of what we've seen Mary go through the whole movie, for her to arrive at the end and feel that way about it all is just like, no, I, I think you're still the kid stepping off the sidewalk with your eyes closed, hoping to get hit by a car so you can go yeah. to heaven because like you've just determined to fit all of these things into, it's still all part of the plan. We didn't actually deviate from God's plan. We just reworded what we think it is. Like, There's yeah. some suggestion too that like her mom was also a single mom. And so like that, or at least, like, you know, or she is now. And so, like, yeah. there's some, like, I don't know. Like, there's there's a little bit of conversation about that. And they have a little bit of a fight about it. And then they make up in the moment of her yeah. giving birth. But it's really not, like, her mom does not talk to her about that at all. And that made me really sad right. that, like, that should probably be the only person in the movie that she really has to hear from. Like, Patrick's yeah. really fine. Like, maybe they'll <laughs> date or not. It's it's okay. Like, it's yeah. fine if Patrick's okay with it or not. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, that, yeah. And what does that mean? Like, what does it mean when you tell someone, I'm fine with you being pregnant? Like, you shouldn't, that shouldn't yeah. be what you tell someone. Right. You're, like, that's really not enough. Like, I don't care exactly. that you're pregnant. Well, you there's, really there's should, a lot, care. should care. There's exactly. a lot of, like, I don't care. Yeah, I will it's say. Yeah. yeah, I already said I like how they treated Roland and Cassandra in this, but she does say, like, I don't care, like, about him being disabled. Same and with like, the gay Well, kids. you're not supposed to not care. Right. I think you've hit on the central True. problem. Yeah, it yeah. Is, it's, all, it's all God wants us to be different. It's not God wants you to take care of each other yeah, for your differences. Yeah. It's just we're all allowed to be different and have our differences ignored equally is kind of like the best case scenario in this. I will say, yeah, I will say as someone who is raised in a pro-life environment who is not pro-life anymore, like, I think, like, if you are really holding on to being pro-life, mm-hmm. this is the fantasy, oh. which is that everyone will be like, I'm so, like, it's okay that we're not going to get married, and, like, your mm-hmm. mom will help you, and, like, I'm gay and that's fine, and, like, we're going to have a kid. Yeah. And that that's sort of, like, how they made it work out, and so, like, yeah, yeah I, I agree with our mixed feelings. Like, I'm happy they're, they're, they're like, supposedly going to figure it out, but obviously, like, she should have been able to just get an yes. abortion. Yes, because, because for this, the kind of nice answer, and it's interesting, the movie ends on that freeze frame of them all in the hospital together, and I'm just looking at it going, like, yeah. you're all teens, like, this group of people is never going to hang out again, except that now you're bound by a human life, but, like, yeah. I was thinking, like, the, the answer in all these cases seems to be, like, community, right? Because it is nice. Yeah. We, it's nice that when Mary gets rejected by her friends or, like, realizes she doesn't agree with them anymore, that she then finds Roland and Cassandra. And, like, yeah. that, that, like, and that seems to be kind of what we want that plea to be at the end, is that they're asking for community and acceptance. But they're, yeah. I think for that to exist, what you're saying, and I agree, is that, like, you have to, like, name the stuff that you're accepting. Yeah. And you have to, like, actually talk about it and advocate for it and advocate for those differences, right? That they just are like they're all we're all just different, you know? yeah. And yeah. like you know, I mean, I, I again, I'm not gonna name names, but like I, there are a couple people I know who I would describe as pro life who are still back in the Philippines who've had kids as people who didn't get married to the person that they had kids wow. with, and they had a really strong like family and like community and like material yeah. wealth yeah. Like, behind mm-hmm. them. And so it worked out. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess it makes sense that you're still pro-life because yes. you think that that can just happen. Yeah. Every yeah. person in the movie, um, they have the credit card. They got the endless credit card funds. They're all white. Like, they're going to be yeah. fine. <laughs> it is funny yeah. that, like, her credit card got declined because they were shopping for sweaters. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where did they go? Are they going to, like, 
where are they did they go to everlane like what's happening I, i'm like yes everlane the most yeah. expensive store that's the most expensive store i could come up with in short no, I, the other the other petty thing i have is that this like big moment of her like gazing at her baby and yeah. being like there must be something out there that's big it's like one of the ugliest baby scenes I in know. Movie ever <laughs> they just hold it up to the camera yeah. and it's like squirming Stark and like, light. covered with stuff yeah. and i'm like <sighs> why did you do that now I'm frustrated because, to be honest, when I wrote up my notes, I like this movie more. But the more I think about it, I'm more disappointed. And it's, I guess the question for me is, is this the the message the creators wanted it to have? In mm. which case, it sucks. Or did they just, like, fumble the ending and really mess it up? Because in my mind, I'm like, they should have mm. stuck to their guts. Like, they could have done more with this. They could have had this ambiguous ending where mm-hmm. she has fewer people around her, mm-hmm. but the people who stay with her are great people. And she's like, oh, okay. Like it is about community. Like you were saying and finding the right community. And also I'm fine with her looking at her daughter and being Mm -hmm. like, I believe in God. That's okay with me. Mm -hmm. But everything else surrounding that, like feels really, um, disingenuous. Clean the baby off. They like, yeah, clean (laughs) off the baby. And they like kind of forgive Hillary really quickly. Oh yeah. Yeah. So now I'm kind of bummed out. <laughs> I know. I agree. Yeah. Oh, I, go ahead, my, Lauren. Just something you said, something Jane said. Uh, I wonder, too, if we were saying, like, is this what they wanted? Did they fumble the ending? I also wonder, like, I'd love to know more about how much, if people were worried about how this movie was going to be perceived. I can totally imagine some this being, like, a cutting room floor kind of massacre of, like, we need to mm. edit this a little. We need to make this look. This yeah. needs to feel different. I don't know, because it feels more like it was obviously written that way, so I don't know how much I can, how much credit I can give them. But, yeah, I do wonder if how much of this was what the, you know, writer wanted and how much of this was the studio or somebody totally, else, yeah. some, totally. some producer, some decision maker being, like, yeah, you can't have you can't ha- make this kind of thing look okay. Or you need to make it look like this. Or I don't know. It's- yeah, yeah. There's some stuff too in the ending that I was like, maybe you could have just stayed with that more instead of thinking about like pass or skip. Or there, there's some stuff they could have cut to make way for mm-hmm. more stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm like Hillary, like or yeah, like Jenna Malone. They were like friends for a long time. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. She is, she seems to be a bad person, but surely there's, like, a part of her that wants to be friends again. Yeah. So, like, that was, like, a little surprising to me that the end of the movie they don't make up. Not that we need to get, Mm. like, a, you know, I mean, Jane, we talk about all the time, movies always have, like, and then teen friends fight, and then they make up. But, like, it could have been interesting to have some sort of, like, acknowledgement that they are growing apart, but, like, had grown up together. Yeah. Like, that's... It's That's weird. a true point. Here's here's what the, I think what could have saved this movie, pun intended, was uh, <laughs> it, the other teen movie trope of like the post credits, uh, call it high school graduation photo, and here's what they did, here's what they're doing now today, like yeah, that. Like we could, cool. you could have had some fun with that in this movie, like easily having Hillary Faye grow up to like own a gun range would be incredible, like that kind of thing. Like you know, yeah. I just think they could have, yeah, maybe that that could have been the answer, you know. And there was some, like, suggestion that her and her brother were going to maybe have, like, a better relationship also. Yeah, and this movie is so genuinely funny. Like, Mm. I laughed out loud multiple times. And I was like, so someone behind this movie is really, really talented and is willing to be super irreverent. Mm -hmm. And they could have applied that to the ending. Maybe with a post-cred scene. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, we figured it out. We fixed it. Mm I think that's the thing, Jane. Like, both of us love a comedy, and we talk, you talk a lot about how, like, there's not really great, like, studio comedies anymore. And so, like, I wanted it to be, 
really good till the end because then it would just be like a good teen comedy to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Tr- its ending can't satisfy the secular teens who it's yeah. targeting, but it also can't. I don't. I don't think any of the Christian teens that could have really benefited from seeing this movie like were ever going to see it. So yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, I think like the what 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 are where are they now thing would have helped to to see like to add to their message of being like maybe you don't do everything by the book but right. you still can like have religion yeah. by yourself yeah i think i think that could have worked out and we would have we would have figured out if um the if dean stays with his hot boyfriend <laughs> his life partner that was kind of funny he's that just was like so my prom funny. date <laughs> i know the stuff the stuff like that i'm like there is someone writing funny mm-hmm. shit in this dude the, or like yeah when she gets into crystals standing, when she briefly yes, tries to get into yes. crystals i'm like oh shit this movie also predicted that like <laughs> Or her standing in front of the thing being like, yes. or in front of Jesus and being like, shit, <laughs> I drove my van into Jesus. Uh, that's like, an, that's incredible. Good. It's an incredible line. Oh. Okay. Should we, should we wrap up the end yeah. of your questions? Okay. Uh, Lauren, you can go first. We've come to the end. We answer, we each answer three questions. Mm-hmm. The first one is, is this movie good or bad? I will say good. Overall, <laughs> you can hear in my voice how much I mean it. I don't think it's yeah. bad. There's, I think, um, I, yeah, I think it has enough redeeming qualities. I guess that's enough to make me think it's good. That's yeah. a tough question. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, yeah, Jane, I'm just gonna agree with what you said because <laughs> I, I basically have complicated feelings about it. More complicated after our discussion, but mm-hmm. I'll just say it's good. Uh, I think the first half is definitely better, but I think if you're looking for a comedy and you're gonna like be doing something else anyway, so maybe in the slow parts you just like do something else. Totally, and it's like great. Yeah, a good comedy for <laughs> to put on in the background while you're wrapping your Christmas presents. Yeah, a good Mandy Moore appearance. <laughs> also, oh, true, 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 true. Um, okay, the second question is: Do you like this movie? Oh, I almost feel like I could have said it's a bad movie, but I like it. I don't know if mm-hmm. I can say both. <laughs> you can, you can. Yeah. That's encouraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think I like it now. I'll, I'll just say that. <gasps> I, I think that, like, for me now, it's not a movie that adult Lauren needs, but teenage Lauren, I'm so glad she saw it and got things she liked. Yeah. I, I like yeah. it. <laughs> I, in fact, my note is that I love it because I just, it really, the humor really worked for me. And so, yeah, I'll say what I like it. I like it. <laughs> Issa? I also think I liked it because of the humor. I I will say I think I would have also liked it if I'd watched it in 2004. Um, Especially because that was the age that I was still in Catholic school. And I could tell, like, I don't really want to do everything super conservatively. But I also, like, was not yet grown up enough to be like, I don't know if I'm a Catholic at all. And so, like, that was, like, a good sort of, like, this would have been a good bridge for someone to be like, Oh, I, I maybe this the the mm-hmm. answer is to be nice to people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I always like as the message of a movie. If the message is like be nice to your friends, I always root for that. Okay, the third question is what type of teen is this movie for? Oof, if any, <laughs> right? That's the big question. Yeah. Well, I feel like you just said it, Issa. I totally agree with you. This that's the teen this movie's for is like the teen that like is maybe asking some questions but doesn't know how to phrase them because nobody else in their world is asking those questions like. Yeah, but does that even exist? Like, I don't know. Rumors- <laughs> I mean, there is still, like, the evangelical, like, population oh, yeah. in the U.S. Like, still exists. It's just smaller, and, like, I don't know if their kids are as sort of, like, 
hidden from stuff because of like the internet yeah um, i will also say just, this, yeah this movie might have been easier to stumble into by accident if you were a teenager back then but like now i think oh yeah you know like evangelical tiktok i've only seen little bits of it but it looks absolutely deranged <laughs> to me and i'm just like oh they've got their own content like they're not gonna seek this movie out like <laughs> evangelical preacher tiktok is so fucking funny they're so funny anyway jane do you have an opinion I had similar thoughts, just someone who's questioning religion but isn't actually interested in quitting it or fully critiquing it even. Yeah, and and I think, like, I think also I wouldn't rewatch this, but um, I might still know people who went to Catholic school with me who would, like, maybe find this funny. Um, or people, people who are adults who went to a religious school who can look back and be like yeah that was funny like we didn't know anything <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah like my friend who i mentioned like we're friends again yeah she, she ended up going to christian college like a christian college oh, and wow. that was the yeah. thing that kind of ended up turning her away from like she's she's i don't know if she like doesn't identify as christian she's definitely still like spiritual and stuff but like yeah we ended up meeting after that again in our mid early 20s after she just graduated and it was like oh my god like what you had this experience how crazy like i'm actually now more open-minded and less of an asshole atheist than i was in a, as a teenager so and now i just moved to seattle and she lives like a few hours away from me <laughs> so yeah see that's like what i want to <laughs> know about mandy moore and jenna exactly i hope that like, they had an I arc just that like that me happens and, yeah <laughs> Yeah, we can only hope. Lauren, what are you watching that's not this lately? Um, I've been re-watching a ton of old Always Sunny episodes. Uh, nice. And I just watched uh, Brand New Cherry Flavor on Netflix, which, like, I didn't know anything about it. It's kind of a body yeah, horror thing. But it's like this, yeah, it's like this surreal kind of, it has kind of a dark fairy tale vibe. Um, it actually reminds me of something I would have loved as a teenager because it's got a little bit of a slick production value. But it's also really cool body horror stuff. It's, like, about this... Uh, young Latina filmmaker in the 90s like going to LA and like there's all this Catherine Keener is in it and she's just a fucking queen she's perfect like can't... oh and Manny Jacinto oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's kind of gross I gotta warn you because it's it's a horror thing and there's some pretty visceral stuff in it but like I, I'm obsessed fun. yeah fun Jane what about you two things of note I watched the new movie <clears throat> called Together Together starring Patty Harrison and Ed Helms and i really recommend it it's really incredible um it's about a man who wants to have a child uh alone in his 40s i think and then patty harrison plays the surrogate who has the baby and it's really good and i feel like the ending the ending had something that i think the ending of saved could have had which is leaving you like a little bit unsettled oh Um, yeah and it's just really good and i love patty harrison uh and then the next thing i watched is only murders in the building which is a new netflix show Hmm. that has steve martin and selena gomez in it and it's like a and martin short but i don't have any relationship with him um and it's (laughs) sort of a they all like murder podcasts and then there is a murder and then they get involved and selena gomez wears incredible clothing all in yellows and orange and oranges and reds and she looks gorgeous <laughs> and um i did almost buy a sweater after watching it but wow. i stopped myself and yes loving that um my friend who i keep talking about just told me to watch that like two days ago 
Yeah. Yeah. The one the one the one who um my, the one who's your character yeah. arc friend. Yeah, my character arc friend. No. My Christian friend. Yeah, no. she told me that I would like only murders in buildings, so now I have to. I I'm on record of saying that Selena Gomez, I think her of her, you know, triple threatness, I think acting is her best skill. Oh, okay. Really? I've never seen her in anything. Yeah. I saw Spring Breakers and I was shocked to think Jane, to find that her wow. character was the one that compelled me the most. Cool. I don't think she's a good singer. I I guess I can't really weigh in on her dancing ability, but <laughs> that's really exciting to me that you think she's a good. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. I, watch know, I don't know yet. Can you watch it and tell me if you think <laughs> yeah. she's good? I might need. Yeah, she's the a little. The thing is, bit, I'm um, biased because dry. I gotta support my round faced girls. <laughs> she looks stunning. She's just doing a lot of like classic high bun, like wispy hair around the ears. Uh, um, oh, I feel looks. like I. I could use that. Um, you can pull I, it off. Yeah, you could definitely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'm still watching Dark on Netflix. I am now. I've we just finished season two, and the reveal at the end of it was like pretty big. So I'm excited for that, and I can now tell the German characters apart from each other, which is also nice. Um, and then uh, the other day, I try to like put something on in the background while I'm cooking or working out and stuff like that. And so, and I finished all of Friday night lights that way. And so now I've started putting on back to season one of true blood, um, just to like put something on in the background that has actors. I like to look at, I I'll probably only do like seasons one and two just to like see all the hits and see all the people I like (laughs) that show gets like really weird later on and just like not as good. So but it, w- it was nice seeing some of those actors again and also feeling old because, like, every... I don't know. It just... You're like, oh, yeah, this is a recent show. And then you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> All these people look different now. And, like, Alex- or, uh, yeah, Alexander Skarsgård, like, has done so much more since then. Wow. Um, yeah. But um, now I have stuff I want to watch. Thanks to you guys. Jane, um, do you want to do this first? Do you want to mention our upcoming movie? Sure. I'm... I am so excited to watch Midnight Sun starring Bella Thorne. I'm thrilled. Why are you excited? Because it sounds bonkers. Yeah. Um, it's about um, one of those xeroderma uh, pigment. Or is that what it is? Xeroderma pigmentosa. The people who are like yeah. allergic to the sun. Mm-hmm. But it's like a rom-com with like Bella Thorne. <laughs> Wait, ro- there's there's com? Or not com. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, I mean maybe, romantic I dram- drama, right? <laughs> I mean maybe I don't know. Rom drum, rom drum. <laughs> Lauren, thank you so much for being on for this, and also like thanks for the movie suggestion because I don't know if I would have found it. Great oh, choice. I'm so glad, yeah, to have helped unearth it. Uh, yeah, this was super fun. <laughs> thanks for having me. What a what a great teen choice, and what a great man- first Mandy Moore debut on our podcast. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> so happy to contribute that. Is there anything um, you want to plug? Yeah, I uh, I think, I mean, you mentioned, I, I do have a podcast. I'm almost embarrassed to talk about it because I haven't um, posted any new episodes in like three or four months because I fell way behind on editing and I moved and everything's crazy. But it's called Industrial Posters of the World. We're um, IPW Pod on Twitter. Uh, and it's just me and my friend Rick who lives in New York. And we both are, we are in the like digital hellscape of uh, media. And we just talk yeah. to, we talk to other writers and journalists on it and Maybe I'll start posting episodes again soon. I've got a bunch of cool episodes that I haven't finished editing and they were fun and I'm sure they'll be good eventually. But yeah, kind of working on that. It's also a little on the back burner because of my other project I want to plug, which is um, Los Suelos, California, which, yeah, we were funded by a grant from the Interledger Foundation. And basically we're 
it's kind of hard to describe, but we're, <laughs> we, we are, we are writing stories ourselves and also soliciting pitches for new stories that take place in this fictional town that we created in central California. And it's got kind of, it's kind of like a 100 years of solitude or like stranger things. Those are the, <gasps> those are the things we've been telling people just as reference points. Cause there's like a strange, mysterious disease in the town and there's all this weird kind of surreal stuff. So, and because we got the grant funding, we're paying a pretty, a pro rate for the short stories that we're soliciting. And we're donating cool. all the, um, we're donating a bunch of proceeds to a uh, legal assistance for rural like, farm workers in Central California. So I think that's all of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. That's, that's what I got going on. So yeah, I think uh, for updates on that, um, you can follow Surface Dweller Studios on Twitter. And I am uh, LA Levine 666 on Twitter. I'm <laughs> sometimes funny. Sometimes I've, kind of freaked out by the internet and ignoring twitter for long periods of time right now but like yeah fair anyway yeah would love to uh anyway that's that's all i got (laughs) yeah we will put links in the description for you too i know um people are always like oh no now i have to spell now i have to spell my handle is 666 a remnant of your goth past it is i forgot i'm so glad you asked because the last thing i really wanted to make sure i shared with you about my teenage experience was that i went out of my way to lose my virginity on 666 (gasps) (laughs) Incredible! I cannot believe you have that until the end. Also, the fact that you were able to do it is so impressive. Right that place, right time. So <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did the other person know that the date was planned? Or well, he, no? he was like my high school boyfriend. He was like the one. Okay. He was like the goth at school. So you know, <gasps> it was oh, what yeah. a dream! What a teen goth dream! <laughs> and then, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> I'm so happy I got to share that with you on this podcast about a Christian movie or a movie about <laughs> Christian teens. Yeah, that is exactly the kind of shit we love. <laughs> <laughs> that was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with a friend. And with a teen, you can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks at patreon.com slash underthebleacherspod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under Under the the Bleachers! Bleachers!